You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. This is the 9to5 Entertainment System, and as always, Scott is the worst. What do we talk about? Scotty! We talk about train spotting, transpotting two. We talk about hockey and the Habs in six, and how they don't like forwards. And uh, we talk about the race that I ran, and disciplining my child, and Keith getting welts. Then John. We also talk about Scott's dad making Scott dad Scott's sisters bad. Then we talk about guns. We talk about paintballing your dick. We talk about paintballs for kids. And we talk about a couple of movies like Sneakers, Ghost in the Shell, Independence Day Resurgence, and Get Out. Nothing bad has ever happened playing paintball. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. I don't know about... Sounds like we should see I this movie before we podcast about it. I was going to say, I don't know about the movie, but I yeah. can say for the book, Filth, because I did read the book, yeah. which is technically like Trains yeah, yeah. 2. I have no idea if the movie is based at all on it. Uh, in the book, Renton like basically like chooses life and like moves out or I think into London or whatever yeah. or, and like or as he does in the film the, the, or maybe like a suburb of London and he <coughs> he ends up owning a bar and then mm-hmm. someone's like, can we, like, film some movies upstairs? And then, like, it turns out to be porn. So then he gets, like, sucked into, like, a whole title of, like, whole type of also screwed up stuff. And then, like, Begbie shows back up and is like, I want to get in on this money. That's and the first movie. Huh? No, the first movie, he doesn't own a bar. Well, he doesn't own the bar, but he gets out, right? Like, it's a start yeah, he of gets it. Out he the leaves. End. And then everybody comes back, drags him back into it. And then he then he screws him over and leaves. Yeah, but that's the first. That definitely, that's all. Yeah, but he doesn't own the movie. He doesn't own a bar and yeah. starts shooting porn up and upstairs. And no, 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 no. But it, like that whole sequence of him like getting dragged back into it is is kind of the same. Even there's like a shade of it. I don't know. Whatever. I know we like to trail in on an already existing conversation. Yeah. But yeah. maybe we should talk about something we know something about. I was talking <laughs> about Filth, the book that I know about. <laughs> I know about these things. Wait, we, yeah. So that was all number two. That was I don't filth. know if that's in the film. Filth is but filth is this whole book, like the bar and porn and all that stuff. That's filth, the book. Okay, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm misremembering this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you did you read Filth also? Well, I read I read a book that was like all about the main characters of Trainspotting, and then except that it wasn't focused on Renton like the movie was. It okay. was like more about everybody. No, that, that's Trainspotting. The okay. book. Yeah. Trainspotting the book is like every single solitary chapter is like from a from yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A it's first person first person yeah. situation. It's more like Game of Thrones. It's great yeah. actually. It was, it was like a wonderful read. I yeah, think. there's like there's no clear first like main character in yeah. the books the yeah. way it, Renton is in the movie. Anyway, welcome to a brand new episode of the Nine to Five Entertainment System. It's our first episode of the Habs postseason. You guys, that was awfully fast. Like, like you came in and you're like, "So the Habs are out," and I was like, hmm, "That's three games for no, you." Six. It was six games over the uh-huh. course of like two weeks. I feel yep. like you haven't been paying that much attention. Sure haven't. <laughs> good hockey. Good. It was good hockey. All the games were good. Just we were on the losing end of the hockey stick. Mm-hmm. At no point in time did we like like the Edmonton Oilers advanced to the second round against the San Jose Sharks. However, mm-hmm. they had a seven nothing loss in their like in their victory. They had a seven nothing loss, which I mean, like sucks. Like, the Habs never – I mean, and the Edmonton Oilers advance, so they're like, who cares about that 7 nothing victory? It's only wins and losses in the playoffs. So yep. it's like, hooray. But I'm like, the Habs never got, like, obliterated by the Rangers or anything. They were, like, hanging with them. They were winning face-offs. They were, like, so getting shots. Happened? 
They just they, they can't they, play a second period of hockey. The better team they were outscored won. six to one in the second period. Yep. Wow. They it, also and like really, I was watching the uh, Ottawa Boston series, and it's like Ottawa just like walked in on Boston like easily in a lot of situations, and like the Rangers just don't look like a team that you can like walk in against. Like, and I mean, like let alone the Habs also don't have the forwards who are talented enough to do it. You know, like I'm like on the rush. Did you like, just say no, Montreal no, doesn't like, have talented forwards? Yeah, we is don't. that is that part of part of what hockey hockey in montreal <laughs> yeah talented forwards i uh-huh. mean like sure like we have we have a few guys who do it but we don't usually have a centerman who does it right like, we have a talented uh talented winger named patcheretti a talented winger named radulov talented winger named galchenia don't don't like successful teams typically pick up talented centers you you think but i mean like i would say like what like we were we were kind of going through the list like there's only like less than 10 i think superstar centers I, my my list was Teams that win Stanley Cups have a superstar, superstar center. center. Yeah. And that goes all the way back to 2004. And then <laughs> 2003, the New Jersey Devils won with their number one center. Scott, Scott Gomez. Gomez. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And other than that, other than that, it's, it's Vincent LeCavalier in his prime. It's Anze Kopitar. Datsuk in his prime. Pavel Datsuk. Eric Stahl. Stahl. Uh, Obviously Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Malkin. Malkin and <laughs> Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. That's how you do it. And yeah, we've never had that center. But at the same time, it's not it's not like some big magical secret. You yeah, think if you want to contend for a Stanley Cup, you have you have to have a really great center. I, I've been I, I said that sarcastically when I was talking there, but I mean honestly, I, I've never been as into this as you guys have been. And every time that I come and sit down and watch and like really think about the team that we have, we haven't had a super amazing center way back into like our grumpy days. I remember thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, no, like, like a casual like, casual observer can still yeah. know that Montreal needs a big center. Right. But I don't think that that is unique to most hockey teams in the NHL. Like right. I said, I feel there's only really, like I said, like maybe like playing right now, like 10, 10 dudes who are like bona fide superstar top line centers. And is the, is the pool of Stanley cup victories drawn exclusively from those yes. teams with those 10? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, but it's like, there's like, so I then mean, I, you got to pay to play. Yeah. But, but it's like, but those guys are going to be drafted first by the team yeah. that finished 30th. And uh, will Montreal want to finish 30th because they'll be like completely like fried in the media for like, if you tanked an entire season like, yeah. and yeah. it looked like you were tanking a season, people would go bananas and you'd have to do that in a year where there's a number one center that's going to be the first overall pick and there's still a lottery so you don't even have a hundred percent chance of getting that dude right like so you like throw an entire season in the garbage to try to get that guy like i think that every effort like we because otherwise you end up like buffalo and you're just like uh, oh what did we do i don't know what happened to buffalo buffalo finished last and then lost the lottery (laughs) oh shit yeah (laughs) so hold on when when you say lost the the lottery but that means that they they just because you finish last in the league doesn't mean you pick first in the draft right there's a lottery system but so they pick second second or third but but it's like a specifically thing it's like a whole bunch of mathematics that are generate the chances of who's yeah. going to do it right specifically to avoid a uh, team tanking yeah 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 so and yeah buffalo tried really hard and they but tanked. and the year the year they traded that, both of their goaltenders the year that yeah they traded away all their goaltending and the year that they went was going to be Connor mcdavid and like right. there's like first overall picks like jonathan Tavares and mark andre fleury and then there's like Sidney crosby's and Connor mcdavid yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. generational player they were yeah. saying uh next crosby and like, Crosby, and then before that was Lemur, and yeah. before that was Gretzky, before that was Lafleur, right, like a right. generational talent. Yeah, and like McDavid is in the like as good as Crosby numbers as a junior, and, and oh, first season. Also, second, like, this is his second full year, and he led the league in scoring. Yeah, so. 
So like, fucking good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's it. So like, and Buffalo didn't even get that guy. <laughs> you know, like, and, and they and they blew a season to pieces. Right. Dick to pieces. Like bananas. So exactly. So you don't want to do that to get that guy. And Except you kind of do because Edmonton's in the rounds, going out of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and they beat they beat they beat the Sharks. But I mean, Sharks are perennial. Blew my bracket bracket right to hell. Yeah. You know, so just just a real quick footnote. Pat was like, "Oh man, my bracket's my bracket's gone to hell." Have you looked at his bracket? He has Minnesota no. in the finals. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, your bracket went to hell." It wasn't like, "Oh, like a crazy twist, <laughs> like San Jose getting eliminated or like Cox getting swept." I was like, "You had Minnesota going all the way to the finals." <laughs> I was like, "Admittedly, I would have appreciated a Habs Minnesota like finals because I'd be like, yay, we could win in the finals." Uh, but yeah, that's so, a team without a number one center. That would have been great to play against. Them. Exactly. Yeah. No. So. Habs are out, so now we get to, uh, I guess, get excited for... Pick apart the team all summer yeah, long. Yeah, and I, w- I was just telling, uh, we have like a hockey thread mm-hmm. apart from the regular thread that you're not a part of. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Hockey. I don't follow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and th- so there's like a guy at work who is just like a crazy... Cra- like, I hate the people that just like turn on the team. Like, <laughs> instantaneously. So, in- like, instantaneously and like so hard. Like, like, just to be like, everything is wrong. The team isn't playing for the players. Like, starts from the drafting out. Like, Trevor Timmons doesn't know what he's doing in the draft. Mm-hmm. He's like, you, we need to fire the GM and hire Serge Savard as the GM. I was like, what? <laughs> like, just like, Radulov and, Pat- and Galchenyuk got into a fight. And Pacioretty, like, walked out of the locker room. And, like, and I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm not saying that we have an, like, amazing team. We're clearly missing a number one center. But I'm like, this isn't like blow the building up. Like this is get a number one center and figure out how to do that. We really thought it was going to be Galchenyuk, like or hoped it oh, would be Galchenyuk. Yeah, that's like, what he was drafted for. Yeah, like we we drafted high a big like six foot, like bulky guy who supposedly plays. And what center. happened? Uh, he can't win a faceoff and he's bad under pressure, so he should <laughs> probably be a winger. Like Ouch. yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't back check. Usually, usually your center is a good two way player who yeah. like because he can like set up the play and then like back off as it's if, playing out. If a defenseman pinches, it's the centerman's job to come back and fill that hole. Right. So yeah. he's got to play two ways in the offensive zone. And he doesn't have the gas for it. No, he just he doesn't. doesn't he's, he's just always thinking score for it. Okay. Like he doesn't have that. He's he's an offensive minded dude. Like mm-hmm. and he doesn't have the the two way ability that a good center does. So hmm. like just like God damn it. Everything is garbage. But, yeah. And then that the Blackhawks also got loss. Huh? It was a rough playoff loss. It was hard to watch them lose. Yeah, especially since it was tight. Like, I I almost would have appreciated getting smoked once or twice to be like, oh, we are outclassed here. Because we weren't really outclassed. You're just like, nah. And as we were talking earlier before we started recording the podcast, like, the Rangers are probably going to, like, annihilate their next match. Like, they're, they're playing against Ottawa. I don't think it's going to go well for Ottawa. And, I mean, like, a hot Rangers team could take out the winner of Pittsburgh Washington too like honestly like if Lundquist no if Lundquist if Lundquist pulls a Pecorini against the Blackhawks no whoever Pittsburgh auto, uh, Pittsburgh uh, Washington face is going to be super happy hey. we're looking at Ottawa and New York just being like well that's a trip to the finals it should be but, but 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 Wow, because everybody thought that about you know the Blackhawks <laughs> and, and the I, like, no I, I I picked Nashville in my bracket you're a crazy person okay yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> my bracket's not terrible <laughs> oh, yeah but if like Lund- like Lundquist can do a price rob a rob a series if that happens yeah but so can Holtby and Flurry Murray is yeah not but a but also Washington chokes traditionally in the playoffs and I feel Pittsburgh that Pittsburgh doesn't like Pittsburgh doesn't I feel like I said I feel that. 
that's where I could see New York winning would be New York Caps. New York Pittsburgh will go all over New York and make them look terrible. But yeah, Let's just remember what the Caps did for us, all right? Yeah, they, they were, what the Caps did, which was very important, John. This mm-hmm. is something that you can appreciate. Is that on Sunday, going into Game Six, the Caps had a three-two lead over the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they closed it out. So the Toronto Maple Leafs also were eliminated in six. So we didn't have to suffer Toronto Maple Leafs fans <laughs> for a single second playing exactly for basically yeah. like a single day. They didn't get any further than us in the playoffs. They didn't even get to a Game Seven. Like they didn't even win a game more right. than we did in the playoffs. So we don't have to deal with that because that would be like a summer of Leafs fans being like, "We got further than yeah, Montreal. but you know th- they got a summer." Yeah, we get every well, other yeah, year, but you know? they're gonna get more though. Like yeah. they're, they're, the team is getting better and better, and I and I'm just like prolonging the inevitable. I really want Montreal to have a cup before the Leafs <laughs> inevitably become a very good team because they like they're putting together a very good team. So. Who, they have what seven rookies on this team? Yeah, because they've been tanking forever. So now they're like, oh crap, we have all these like assets. Time to rebuild. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're a very rich team, and we should spend money on scouting. Damn it! Oh wait, we did. Huh? Hey, Mitch Marner. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, what else is going on? What's going on in the world of, uh, John? I watch sneakers. I feel like we've talked talk about, about movies, that. We didn't rank sneakers. No, we never ranked it. We also okay. have to hold off yeah. to talk about I mean, it's just easier for you to, if, if we go movies in the second half. Yeah, that's all right. All if right. we want to do it. That's I, I, ran a, I ran a race on Saturday. You did? For, uh, kidney liver pain? Kidney, kidney, children, pediatric kitty kidney problems. Pediatric nephrology, yes. which is children's kidney problems. Yeah, yeah, kids, kids who have bad kidneys or no kidneys. That yeah. sounds Egyptian. Nephrology? Yeah, I don't know. It just sounds like some <laughs> weird, like I just have this image of like Nefertiti in my head hmm? when you say that. Thanks for that, John. It's more, yeah. think more, think that's, <laughs> that's what I had. <laughs> think, think more. Dialysis. I didn't run though. Good, uh, good weather for a run. Oddly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was freezing cold and raining, yep. and I Saturday. was running right by the river. Right? Yep. Like, it's like a little spit wind into the river, so the wind was whipping up off the water, blowing the rain back up at us. I, I bet it kept you nice and cool, though. Like if you're, well, which is nice because yeah, yeah. I am naturally a sweaty hog beast, <laughs> and making me run uh, does not help that sweaty situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to have everyone be damp at the end of the race, not just me. <laughs> uh-huh. You're like, oh, are you sweating, Scott? No, it was the wind in the rain. <laughs> smells like sweat, Scott. No. Was the event a success? Everybody uh, happy with, I, like, the one thing, out? I wasn't nervous about running so much because, like, You've been doing the I've been running, running for a while. Yeah. Um, not fast, but I was kind of nervous about, like, showing up and not really knowing how the thing works and, mm-hmm. like, trying to register and figure out where I'm supposed to go and mm. how, how do you stick a number to your shirt. Sure, and sure, safe, basic safety stuff. Pins. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but it was super well organized. It was the Scotiabank Charity Challenge, which is a cool thing. This Scotiabank sets up this charity race and lets you race for whatever charity you want. Huh. So you pay a registration fee, and they run this through a lot of volunteers. And then, like, my team was running for pediatric nephrology. Um, some people I play softball with were running for the Montreal Children's Library. Like, you just you know, have a charity. You put together huh. a team. You collect your own donations. They manage it and dole it out. Neato. It was very cool hmm. and super well organized. Um, a little bit humbling. There's the 5K, which is what I ran, yep. was over 2,500 racers. Mm-hmm. And they sort them out on registration on who's like a, a power runner and who's not. Right. So the really fast people go to the front and they have like gates for them. They kind of yeah. just go through. Uh, I was towards the end. 
as as more of a jogger than sure. than a runner. Yeah. Uh, and just as I'm passing the 1K mark, the first 10 guys finished the are running back the other way because there's two and a half K out and then you loop back. Yeah. So I'm running 1K. They've already finished four and are yeah. sprinting for the finish line. I was like, well, I shit. I'm I'm gassed. Yeah. You should have just been like, "This is competitive," and just thrown a hip check. Like, <laughs> and on the way by, boom, stick out the knee. <laughs> yeah, there were some people who were there to raise some money, and there were some people there who were to win a race. And, yeah. uh, well, I mean, very I, impressive. I feel it's mm-hmm. still it's still probably both. Like if you're like a yeah. runner, you're like, why the hell not? Like you're like the charity like, still gets paid at the end of the yeah, day, right? Exactly. Like, That's so it. you're like, and it's my my like. If people like a lot of these like marathon guys and whatever, like if they run a 5K, they're running that 5K for charity or not. Yeah, I think some of them are running all three races yeah. on the same day, like the 5K, really? the 10K, and the 21. It's a half marathon. So yeah, I think there were people that were signed up for all of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it was good. Those we raised we raised great. like fifteen hundred fifteen thousand dollars for the the nephrology department. Jeez, between how many people? There's like twelve of us. You raised fifteen thousand dollars between twelve of you. Yeah, you know, when you say you're running for really sick kids, some people give you money. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was, uh, it was honestly, fun. Yeah. It was like a good experience at the end. I was yeah. nervous about it, and I didn't have anything to be nervous about. And, cool. uh, Did Archer and, and Pac-Man come and cheer you on? They were going to until it dropped to, like, zero and started to rain. And they were just like, we we're just going to stay rather than stand outside in a crowd of 10,000 people and just... Hey, and cheer their dad on while he runs. I bet there was. I bet there was a little tear mixed into the water on your face, like a base camp or something. Yeah, Yeah. there was. She could have held you like a warm cocoa, and you could have warm toasted up after. Mm -hmm. Well, the the race had lots of corporate sponsorship and stuff. So like McDonald's was there giving out free coffees, and um, I got a bagel and a banana and a bunch of Oasis juice stuff at the end of the race. Like there was, we were well taken care of. It was nice. Yeah. But you know, not by your wife. Yeah. She had a taller like. And you were roles, saying roles reversed. Yeah. I would have been like, have fun. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> watch. I'm, I'm really, I'm really not because he was a fucking monster this week. Oh yeah, didn't you have to punish him real yeah, bad? Yeah, I had to delete his Netflix profile. That's and pretty. He brutal. reacted like I gave his puppy away. He was unhappy. Mm-hmm. Because he knows how to log into Netflix. He knows turns on the TV, turns on the 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 Wii, yeah. logs into the software. He does that. He sees that his picture is gone from the profiles, <laughs> and it was like he was shot in the knees. Even this morning, he was like, "I ate all my breakfast." I was like, "Good job." So I'm good. Yeah. TV? No. How how long are you taking it away for? Uh, till Thursday now. Wow. Yeah. Is this his first long-term punishment? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he threw a few tantrums on the street, mm-hmm. and then he ran uh, like through an alley, like into through traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's straight. fucking bad. Yeah. And when I picked him up to scold him and tell him he was going to get a timeout, he double palm striked me right in the cheekbones. Oh. <laughs> I was Whoa. holding this close. Yeah. I was just like, I was. Yeah. This is the first time I've been furious with him. The answer yeah. was. Just like from you were holding him, you yeah, just yeah, like yeah, really yeah, easily yeah. power bombed him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I put him down and went, huh, and took a few steps past him. Wrist was behind us, so yeah. she, she she caught up. Took a couple deep breaths. I was furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And then was like, okay, so when we get home, um, 
deleting all of the stuff off the hard drive for your movies. We have like a media player. Yeah. yeah. And I'm taking your Netflix away. Like I'm erasing that too. Yeah. And that like hit him. He was just like, oh man, that's not a timeout. This I fucked up bad this here. Is so much yeah. worse. <laughs> I will say that like I have to validate with my parents, but I was like, for all of the like shit that I did as a child, even Archer's what, three, four? Four. Four? Like, maybe like one time I like laid hands on my parents. <laughs> like, maybe once. That was like absolutely not a thing. Like, and no, I would, I, not like, and I disobeyed and like broke rules right in front of their faces like all the time like don't do that and i'd like lock eyes with them and like do it slower you know <laughs> like just like <laughs> like i was like a pretty like crappy kid in that way but just like would never even cross my mind to like lay hands on parents i see that's why that murder face kid thing rings so true <laughs> what the the pre the pre archer show that had the guys whose face was a big skull and oh, his yeah, little yeah, kid yeah, does yeah. the like yeah, 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 knocks yeah, yeah. a thing uh, over. Frisky Dingo. Frisky Dingo. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pushes it right off the edge of the counter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah. That was me as like a as a toddler. Like, yeah. like just like always like like pushing pushing the limits of like what I could do or whatever. But which is like never physical violence. Not a question. And like, and I mean, I know that we're like it's a different time and it's not like the mid eighties or whatever. But like, my fear was I would get beat the crap out of really if I oh yeah like I would be hmm. not like closed fisted punches or whatever. My dad wouldn't be like, now you're boxing me, son. <laughs> <laughs> But like, like my parents were pretty into spanking with like wooden spoons and stuff like that, and huh. like, yeah, I would a belt probably mm. would have gotten a belt for that, and that was not a thing. That like, was like the buckle end or the, the no, side, like the, the like the whippity crack. Okay, like crack yeah. crack whip folded in half, so it makes a nice snap. Yeah, sound. yeah, 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 I get it. But but there could be a buckle end coming at you yeah, out yeah, of a whip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it wasn't like that. Yeah. I mean, like that's the thing that that's like intent to injure. Yeah, this is just yeah. intent to like welt. I guess. Well, injure also, but just <laughs> not visibly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not not a, not a visible injury. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I rem- and I remember just like as as a kid, just that was like not even anything. Like, and I always thought that like, and as as I grew older, I would be like, my pa- I, in my head, I was like, my parents could literally. Like, if my dad actually wanted to get physically violent with me, I would be like, I would just take it. I would not even try to stop him because that would just go so much worse. I was a short kid. My dad was really tall. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, I was like, there's... Part, part of me wants to say, like, you should never raise your hand against a kid. But then part of me has never encountered, like, a screaming shithead kid who just won't listen to you, won't do anything, yeah. doesn't who does, give a fuck. Who does smack you? Takes a swing at you. Yeah, takes a swing at you. Yeah. You're pissed off. And I mean, bites. Yeah. yeah, and, like, that's the other thing, too, is, like, I mean, like, we just, like, this was... 30 years ago or whatever yeah. and my mom was raised military and my dad was the oldest of a German like like they were not like like um, my parents were very very good about like never like smacking me angry mm-hmm. they would be like come back here in 10 minutes for your spanking kind of thing like like they were like the, the punishment is a spank but it, like I am too hot to like deliver it listeners like, is this the kind of lighthearted banter you come to our show for <laughs> Write us. <laughs> like, I'm mean, just saying, like, like I, okay, maybe your hippie parents never spanked you. No, I got spanked. I was a shitty kid, man. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. just a different time. Like, I was like, yeah. parents didn't, like, we didn't, like. When I was, when I was like, really little, maybe, but otherwise, my dad could deliver a guilt-ridden lecture that would make me want to scream. Just like, you've let this family down. Wow. Disappointing. Oh, no, but no, yeah, my mom gave me that as Ooh. she was spanking me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, my. If you want to talk about, I, guilt, I, I would. I would get guilt-laden lectures when my sisters were kicking the crap out of each other. 
Hey. Scott, I don't understand why you're not ready to step in and help your family. I'm like, well, <laughs> shit, I Wait, She was expecting you to break up the fight? Yeah, yeah, my father, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah. 14 years old, and my fucking 11 and 8-year-old sisters are <laughs> pulling each other's hair around, and he pulls me upstairs and lectures me for half an hour. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember, I remember this, this, is, this is great, because my dad listens. <laughs> 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 I remember one time when I was like, 18 or 19, I, like, just moved out. I was, like, a generally, like, life failure <laughs> mess of a person at this stage in my life. And my brother was going through his divorce. And my parents were, like, maybe you should move in with him and take care of him. My brother's six years <laughs> older than me. And I was, like, what? <laughs> I was, like, he's in his mid-20s. Like, I'm a disaster. I'm, like, drunk and high constantly. Like, this is, I'm not going to take care of anyone. I can't even take care of myself. Like... <laughs> He didn't make it to the wedding, finally, did he? No, he didn't. Yeah. My brother was not at the wedding. He just he opted not to. And then, hilariously, uh, he also just opted not to go to my cousin's wedding. Like, possibly because I was there, and he didn't feel like having that Have conversation. Have you talked to him since then? Nope. God damn, dude. <laughs> Why? Like, I'm, that's not on me. If he talked no, to no, me. No, no, it's definitely not on you. Yeah, but if he talked to me, I would answer. Like, it's not but, like I would, like, yeah. ignored any calls or texts from him. Right, right, right. right. He did fucking leave him high and dry when he was going through his divorce, though. <laughs> You should have moved in with him. And, like, he lived in, like, Buadafilion or whatever. Like, I was like, oh, I lived in Montreal. I'm like, what? I'm going to suddenly move to Buadafilion while I'm in college. I don't even know where that is, but it's French there sounding. It has woods in it's it. It's far away. Yeah. And I was like, this is not a thing I can handle. Anyway. Siblings, man. Sliding doors, Keith, man. Your life took a, took a direction there. <laughs> There's an alternate reality where you did go help them out. And I, and I feel that You have an orchard of maple trees, and you harvest them every year. I was like, sing more likely, songs. I feel like I wear a lot of camo. <laughs> like a lot like of... Way into airsoft. A lot of affliction shirts. Oh, that's a pretty nice <clears throat> segue. So my dad offered me... Uh, Wait, you went shooting guns. I went shooting guns with my dad. So it was like a Christmas present. We were going to go do something manly together. And we went to the firing range in um, uh, not St. Henry. I forget the name. It's like down at the end, the west side of uh, NDG. You know, across the tracks. Uh, Villamard? No. Kind of Villamard? No. It's not where quite. The, where the freaking... There's a little Fleurs there where the, the 20 Fleurs, goes yeah. by. St. Patrick? St. Patrick's? Yeah, St. Patrick's. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. There's a little firing range. Apparently Ville the cops... Pierre? The cops... Ville St. Pierre? Yes, Pierre. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, apparently the cops all use it as like a... A Rudy Tootie point shooty. Rudy Tootie point shooty schoolie. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a super nice guy. Solving cases that don't have evidence. <laughs> the, the the guy stood with us for the full hour, walked us through firing a semi-automatic 9mm and a, um, I forget what the caliber was, but a... Had, you, like had a, you ever fired a gun before? A revolver? No, I had not. Huh. And I, I shot the, pi- the little picture of the man. I didn't miss him any of the times. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. And, and were you like... I hold a man's life in, in my Inspired hands. to go and do this more often? Not particularly, but if there was a place I could go to, like, develop rifle skills, I don't think that would be totally insane. And then you could be like, then you should, if you do that, only ever introduce yourself as Marksman. To be like, I'm John. Marksman. marksman. Good to meet you. <laughs> Shake hands. Yeah. Like, at work and stuff. It, like, you get <laughs> like, like, like Eric does. <laughs> what? What does Eric do? Marksman? Eric, Eric chatted. She's, like, when he was in the army, he was a sharpshooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, but does he introduce himself that way? As Eric Chattage, marksman? marksman? He does not. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you're just sort of like, well, hey, he's uh, totally on his business cards. <laughs> hey, John, uh, I'm Keith. I'll be your uh, your new supervisor at work. You're like, I'm John, marksman. 
Yeah. Any, <laughs> Do you like guns? Do you like guns? The kickback was a lot less than I was expecting. I was expecting it to, to like have to fight with it. I don't know. On a, on a revolver or on yeah, a on the revolver? No, yeah, revolvers are they they have that down. Yeah. Do do no, you wouldn't have, I guess. What a shotgun? No. Hold that no, no, no. that kicks like a monster. That was like I remember as a as a kid. Yeah. I had a great childhood, you guys. Like. like Firing guns. You with just my spent dad. literally 15 minutes talking about being beaten. Let's, and also now I'm about to branch into firing guns. Right. I remember when I was like, like shooting 22s and stuff was no problem. But then like uh, my dad's buddy had a shotgun and was like, he's like, let the kids go with the shotgun. And like <laughs> that was like could not even aim. And just like, bah! And just like, like you fall down and hurt so bad, like yeah. huge bruise up on the inside of where like the thing you're like, why? why just let me do this. <laughs> I'm like I'm just like 12. <laughs> like, whatever. Like and like being like supervised and like holding it properly and like having the gun like arm cocked and like mm-hmm. having the, the guy who owned the guns be like hold it like this and like fully prepared and it still just sucked and i was kind of wondering what firing that would be like as an adult because i've only ever shot guns when i was a kid yeah because you know childhood but yeah i was i was wondering if you like did something like high caliber if it like how bad it was because like a big part of that might have been like my scrawny 12 year old arms it's like, an indoor range they can't do there's like a whole yeah, bunch yeah, of different yeah. types of bullets they can't do because they'll ricochet back so. yeah Nito. Yep. So we're going to go and do that as a group, guys? We're going to go do that. That'd be I, fun. Yeah. I've, been, I've said this for a little while. I really want to take you guys paintballing. Uh, I think that would be amazing and hysterical. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I would like paintballing, but then we took Josh on his uh, bachelor party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paintballing is cool. Fucking good. fun. Did and anybody get tagged really fucking bad? Because well, that sucks. <laughs> uh, one, when they found out that it was his bachelor party they put him in the orange jumpsuit and the rest of us were in camo <laughs> that's amazing so that was amazing yeah uh i caught one off the trigger finger and that sucked a bit uh-huh. yeah but it, yeah i had one last time i went paintballing i got one like right between the knuckles and that sucked like it yeah. split, split the web too like it was just like enough yeah. that it like you bled uh yeah, yeah. Mm, i i felt like you know when you're hammering a nail and you, you hit your thumb that's kind of how it felt it was yeah. like shit that sucks i'm gonna keep going but like yeah, I would say, like, at most, like, a bee sting. I mean, like, at like most. At, and at, that's, like, at mm. the very most. Like, that was, like, I, I took one I mean, in, like, I took one in, like, the soft of my my love handle. Depends where. Just, Sometimes just imagine you're wearing, like, a, anyway, whatever. It's not imagine too bad. you're wearing yeah. a big old hoodie and I whip a Super Bowl at you. Like, yeah. It's, it's and if everybody, so if everybody, you know, plays by the rules of not shooting at, like, less than five feet, which is a cool story yeah. about John. <laughs> Dude, I, got, I was all hyped up, okay? It was <laughs> what, fucking one time. I was fucking 17. I got, I got tagged alone. more than once without realizing I got hit. I had to yeah. told that. Like, you're, you got hit. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I did. Yeah, if it hits like the loose, if it hits your Patrick Wah style loose clothing. Yeah. 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 I got tagged once in the mask and didn't feel it. Right. For, huh. just, it, it dinged right off the yeah. side of my helmet. Because yeah. yeah. like, John, you, you've heard John's paintball story when the Sierra went paintballing? What? John's all like upset. You're like, we just, come on now. One time. It's, it's just yeah. one time, but it's still very funny. Okay. Or not funny for Trey. Yeah. But. So they Trey w- had all that body fat though. It was not gonna like <laughs> yeah, tons of padding on that boy. I have two paintball stories. One's just like a bone bruise him. <laughs> one was, is John. He was a walking skeleton with green hair. I what shot and I shot thing? him from like two feet away. He <laughs> shot him from like two feet, like a couple times too. Like, I know. It was once. I thought, he said, I thought he had like he had like one, two, three. No. Maybe I don't really. Yeah. I don't remember that. I, 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 I mean, I lived with him at the time, and I remember him having his shirt off and having like gross welts on his chest. Like they might have just been uh, yeah, other shots. I might have I mean, maybe I shot him three times. I, like I don't, I don't fucking remember. I was all like super hyped up. I but like, like video game logic. Yeah, in. that's my part. Is like he's like it was one of the. It was like an urban environment. Yeah, like so like, which I feel is kind of like to John's John's defense, sort of like inviting close range shots when it's not like an open field situation. Like when you're in mm-hmm. like tight little. 
areas because you're gonna like come around a corner and a guy's gonna be right, right there, there and, and that's like, oh yeah. don't shoot him he's too close like you're supposed to yell bang and then the person's supposed to stop which kind of makes sense yeah but when you're all like hyped up on like adrenaline adrenaline and, Red and Bull you're or whatever, like yeah. in a live fire yeah, situation yeah, yeah exactly yeah, so, like so john has a defense here but still and it sucked real hard yeah. my other paintball story is i'm not even gonna name his name because this is it's so sad I'll tell you guys later. <coughs> they did they did a thing where they were like uh the guy the last it was a bachelor party and like the last one was for him to like run the gauntlet or whatever which is where he had to like run across the field and like touch a thing and then back again and just everybody With had like 15 like, people shooting at him. And everybody's just shooting at him. And That's was, horrible. Yeah. So why? I don't know, man. <laughs> he has bad friends. <laughs> some some bachelor parties are garbage. Yeah. yeah. Like and I like to imagine that if like if you guys did take me to paintballing a bachelor party like that wouldn't be one of the games we would play because you're like that's crappy that's like that's super bad that's not a game like, yeah. orange jumpsuit though orange jumpsuit is kind of funny because you're like yeah you can't hide and it's like ha, that's <laughs> yeah. like that's like okay it's easier to shoot but just like no gun just like like running unless like getting shot at a bunch that's okay so he goes across the field so he runs across the field and runs back and they shot him so often and like with so much accuracy <laughs> that they fucking. Like, they hit him in the dick repeatedly to the point where he couldn't have sex on his honeymoon. Because <laughs> he had, like, a bruised dick. Why? Mission Why accomplished. Why did he do anything to prevent that? It's like, hands over. Hands right. over the junk. Like, would have been a very well, smart even, decision. You need even, those things. Even when I went, I shoved a t-shirt down there. <laughs> I was like, is it? Yeah, last time, like, I only went the once and, like, was like, do I still have a cup? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I didn't. I was like, uh. But I was like, I thought about that. But yeah, but at the very least, I would just be running with my hands over my Especially junk. Especially when you're not. You're just a target. You have no gun. Exactly. That's it. Like, you can use your hands as protection. That's crazy. Yeah. Couldn't yeah, 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 yeah. have sex on his wedding day. Couldn't That's have sex on his, on, his, well, on his whole honeymoon. Like, yeah. apparently it was like, it was painful to be aroused. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they had to like they had to cover uh, use some cover up and stuff on like his arms or whatever on his actual wedding day because he was all bruised he had, like, up bruises on his like hands and wrists and stuff like just that is some sharpshoot marksman yeah. shooting. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like the worst part is like asking some of the dudes who were, like who were shooting and they're like they're like were you aiming at his dick and they're like yeah. <laughs> 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 like, they're like at a certain point you're just sort of like oh we have all the time in the world it's just him running so you're like okay like, <laughs> why did he agree to this no there's idea. no winning in this exactly. one exactly I've been like I'm an adult and I'm not doing this <laughs> <laughs> he could have like played his adult card like yeah. your friend. I mean, I that's why Keith's brother didn't come to the wedding <laughs> hard was he, he was expecting that kind of fun <laughs> It was my brother's wedding. Right. I was <laughs> You shot him in the <laughs> dick like a hundred times. <laughs> it <was> me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's like, that's a bummer. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. If you're playing just like not to hurt anybody, you're just, although did you, oh, we, we were there. We did. We didn't have the place all to ourselves. Yeah. So there were other games going on. So yeah. there was a, there was like a good 10, 10 year olds there. With way better with guns paint than you. With way better guns. <laughs> yeah, there, it's, that's, that's something that's like... Is Why would you let your kid run around with a paintball gun? I totally would. Those kids were having the best time. Yeah, 100%. You put masks on them and, and then The parents were just like, hey, you're going to run around for two hours. Here's 30 bucks. Right. Go. They don't, they don't rent any of their equipment because they own it all. They you're worried about some pellets. shitty kid shooting your kid with a fucking paintball from two They're, feet away? There's, there's like, men's. There's, like, uh, every game has a marshal and stuff like that and is watching. And if he sees, like, a kid being a jerk, it's, like, you're in just as much danger doing literally anything in a group of kids. No. 
know, there's a lot of things you could be in less danger doing as a group of kids yeah, than but... running around with a fucking paintball gun that can shoot a paintball. And we just spent all this time talking about how it injured a yeah. grown man to the point where he but couldn't I'm just saying, fuck. But, like, but like if you're... Plon- a, a 10-year-old kid would get banned from his place and his parents would beat him with a belt. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like I'm, I'm, I'm just. It, this is not a no risk activity. I'm surprised no, that they let ten year olds run around like, with neither paintballs. Is, neither is playing King of the Mountain. I'm like no, I, and I'm, I'm on board <laughs> with kids getting hurt. I really ball. think kids should get hurt a lot. But ball. this, yeah. yeah, but or even just playing on a castle, like, and then you like get into like a shoving match on one of those. Like, ca- well, like I'm not remember Trey's fucking chest after <laughs> I shot him. <laughs> like that sucks. Yeah, and no. and like that's he's but like these, t- you're no, tougher no. as an as a as a teenager. These these kids were all wearing tactical fucking. BMX vests. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The kids, the, like, and and if, helmets, and I'm sure they were wearing coats. Yeah. <laughs> right. like the, these kids probably the, had like $2,000 worth of gear. Like, okay. exactly. Like, the when I went with, with Sarah's work a couple of years back, the kids have, there's extra uh, safety equipment that they need to wear. Like, mm-hmm. if you are, like, under a certain age, you have to wear more safety gear. Two, they have to pass, like, a course and stuff hmm. where, the like, the teacher men, like, if you're an adult and you're just like, I want to go. If you're, like, a 12-year-old, you need to take, like, a little class okay, okay, to okay, understand yeah. everything. It's supervised. There's, like, a, the marshal who's going to see there. And if little kids are being jerks, yeah, the kid might get banned, which is, like, a pretty big deal. I'm sure if the kid likes playing paintball. Has $2,000 worth of equipment. <laughs> that's his thing. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying there's no danger of a kid getting hurt but like, right, like right, it's right. Not I, think, I think there was more danger of getting very embarrassed by a kid which did happen yeah. no <laughs> but like, that's it but you like the... poke your head out the corner and you hear Pack, and your paint explodes all over your goggles and you hear this little 10 year old going got you that <laughs> like, sucks it's, it's the way better guns like like because you you go there and you're like here's your standard rental issue gun. rental yeah. gun Pistol with a big old hopper on it yeah, yeah exactly that's it like if you like you pay a little bit more you get like a slightly better gun and then you have these guys like Kids and guys. Oh, there was one guy there who had like a, a sniper rifle. Yeah, like a big old like fifty cal looking. <laughs> huge yeah. thing. That's awful. Well, and like, he would just the the whistle would go and he'd go and run and find the highest tower with the smallest window. Right. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's, one of that's like fun for him. Yeah, well, that's he what he's Thirty bucks for. a day just to do that. Yes. Pop little kids running around. Yeah, like, I w- I've always like dreamt of a like if you, if you had like a really good like paintball crew or it's just sort of like where you could have like you could set it up way more like an fps where you could be like yeah there's a sniper rifle it's at this location someone needs to go and get it and then has to like bring it back and like and if you get tagged at any point on the trip you're like mm-hmm. there but then you could be like this team now has a sniper and like hey protect him to get him up into if, the tower if we scrape together like a million bucks we could buy like warehouse space somewhere on the island of montreal and run like an alternate reality dungeon style game mm. where you give people goggles and paintball or, or fucking goggles in like air some kind of airsofts or, or something and you could run around and have like super super complicated scenarios and stuff yeah, yeah. and then like digital, I'm sure digitally paintball enhanced. probably does that with like members and stuff yeah. they probably have way yeah, more I'm interesting sure games do. like than just like when you're we, we played different games we were there for yeah. maybe two hours yeah that's the same but, but they're all like I think Anthony Green used to do that he'd go and do like super yeah. hardcore team squad organized like leagues oh, that, guys, yeah. that shit is fucking awful I don't what? know if you've ever seen like ESPN, the Ocho professional paintball. <laughs> no, but I want to now. Is <laughs> garbage. Why? They have um, like these weird inflatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Courses that barricades, like uh, American Gladiator style okay. things, and it's just reach around a corner, trigger finger, shoot as many paintballs at the other side you can, watch them glaze off of. Uh, barricades or whatever and tag people just Ricocheting, on the cuff of their yeah, shoulder. Well, the other one is they can... And you, they shoot 
so many paintballs. There's like, there's no like sneaking and walking and like, ha ha, bang, gotcha. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's well, like, and and isn't and they can they can whip the balls too. That's like the, I've that, seen that. Yeah, where they like angle it and then twist yeah. it so that the ball will move in the air, yeah, kind of exactly. like a curveball. Like, kind of like wanted. You're like you're like you can whip your thing and like put extra spin on it. And it's curve such it a in. generic movie, and that movie disappeared fucking after two but weeks in cool the theaters. Comic. I no, know, but it, hated hated that movie. It was te- it movie. was terrible. But not only that, it insulted you at the end of the movie. Why, did it? How did it? It was just like. And some people with their lives, they just sit around in movie theaters. Fucking losers. <laughs> thanks you for, that, your, thanks you for your 10 bucks. Give you that kind of, oh man. <laughs> I'm like, you just made me watch this shitty movie and then told me I was shitty for watching movies? Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I guess this segue into movies. All right, all right, all right. So, Sneakers, I don't know if you guys have as fond memories of this thing as I do, but it was 1992. Uh-huh. I honestly don't remember if we talked about this and put it on the list or not. Really? We did, because we talked about sneakers. I don't know yeah. if we just watched it recently. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I... Is it on the list? Shit, I should look it up. I'm going to look it up. But I'm just saying that if it happened in the last three episodes, it wouldn't be. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, I, I remember sneakers. I, I liked it a lot. It was one of the... And the reason I am, feel like I have a deja vu about this was because I remember sharing the anecdote that mo- sneakers was like, is one of my first memories as a movie theater movie. Hmm. Like it's one of my like I know I saw other kids movies and stuff like well it would have had to have been one of the two of you who went to see it because I don't think that I I haven't rewatched it yeah but I'm just saying but I feel maybe it came up organically and now maybe that's what triggered you wanting to watch it right maybe (laughs) Uh, I'm finding in page right now but yeah no it was one of my first uh, first it's one of my first memories of a movie theater and it was probably definitely without your parents huh without your parents no I was nine. 1992? Yeah, it was 1992. Yeah. <laughs> Def- definitely not on the list. took you to sneakers? Yeah. Weird. Uh, exactly. And it was, it was definitely... If it, I don't think it was my first movie theater movie, but it's my first memory of a live-action, like, grown-up movie that I went to go yeah. see in a movie theater. It was pretty grown-up. I don't under, I don't think a nine-year-old could have gotten what, like... I mean, the, I remember. I was, like, hacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was, like, in a weird way, it was a little like Hackers. Yeah. Just, it took the whole thing more seriously and the whole uh, was grown-ups yeah and they're yeah they were grown-ups doing yeah, exactly. it years later i'd be super excited by the I, same I, movie I, on rollerblades what's crazy is that it's like everything it's talking about like privacy and internet security and all that it's like prescient about all of these yeah, issues yeah, yeah. the problem is that on like i remember it being really meaningful and deep and dark and mysterious and whatever and like yeah. looking back on it it's really like a kind of like a caper movie yeah with a core that is about all of that internet security stuff that it never really gets into in a way that is meaningful it'd be kind a of little like our ghost in the shell experience <laughs> where it's like okay it brings up these issues but it doesn't actually say anything about it'd them. be kind of interesting uh to look and to see if they're like what their like first draft of sneakers was like. Because yeah. I mean, I can definitely like see that stuff maybe being a bigger deal, and it just like hitting the cutting room floor, being like, no one is going to understand anything. The, like, to, in their defense, they go like way more technical than hackers does. Yeah, they actually show stuff that possibly could be hacking. And yeah. the the one thing that they do, they show like a screen that is is like a bunch of random characters, and they make it glitch out until it like decrypts itself, yeah. and then turns normal. But like, I don't know. It's still, I, I thought they did a very good job of making these issues. So who's in Robert, Robert Redford, Dan Aykroyd, Sidney Poitier, Sidney Poitier. Um, the only big name you're missing is who was the who was the guy who uh, like the 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 really eccentric guy? Like there's like a skinny eccentric guy. The skinny eccentric guy is not a big name guy, okay. but he um, Whistler, I think, is what his name yeah, was. Okay. Yeah, he was Whistler, but yeah, Sidney Poitier was the. the 
good stuff. Anyway, yeah, great performances all around. It was good fun. Scott, somehow you uh, moved the microphone so far off your mouth that your last time you spoke was really small. Mm-hmm. Scott, fix your mic. Anyway, so sneakers, cool, yep. good, worth it. Did you watch it with Deb, I assume? I did. Yeah, I think she liked it a lot. Yeah. Impressions? She liked it? Yeah, she thought it was fun. And it, it like... Probably, you know, I've been showing her a lot of crap, so <laughs> it's kind of kind of nice to see a good movie for once. So I guess I guess speaking of crap and hacking, yeah, let's talk about Ghost in the Shell. Scott, John, and I saw Ghost in the Shell, the new live action River Phoenix. That's the River, River Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the young one. Did you you launch Ghost in the Shell the anime? Yes, of course. Yes. Very fond of it. Very fond of it. And standalone complex. Yeah. Ah, I played the game. Mm-hmm. I also watched the anime. So Ghost in the Shell, the live action movie theater experience. John thoughts? Um, it made me think more poorly of the original. I like, well, I, I have not rewatched the original. Yeah, neither have I. But I did look up <laughs> the original, and like immediately there were some pretty glaring things that the original did that the movie did not do for unexplained reasons. For example, so this is going to be some spoilers for both Ghost in the Shell. Well, the you should maybe say something film. about what Ghost in the Shell. No, is. I said it's spoilers for both. Right. So in the uh, original. The puppet master character yeah. is an AI that has like become fully sentient, and part of his story arc involves him realizing and understanding that mortality is part of what makes a human human, mm-hmm. the possibility of mortality. In the film, this character has exactly the same origin story as Major. Well, so is e- also except that he's an older, shittier version. An, o- an older, shittier version, but mm-hmm. it's still a human brain. But that still removes the conversation of in the original, you had an AI trying to become a human, wondering if it was a human, yeah. and you had a human basically becoming a robot, wondering if it was still a human. So right. you still had, like, two sides of, like, what is human, and the movie was just like, no, that's too complicated. Just one side. Human brain and robot body. Like, right. it did not have an AI trying to, like, understand mortality. And just, right. like, and just that alone, like, I don't know why you even got rid of that, because I'm like, it was an interesting piece in the movie, because you have a, you have, like, mm-hmm. you have a robot basically trying to become mortal like human and like i said the my puppet master thinks mortality and like just being able to procreate and stuff like in at the same time that was the character they still only had one conversation at the end of the anime right like they don't really interact other than in that one scene No, but but it's a different origin story so like there's 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 still that that character like that story arc is still like posing questions about like the whole point of ghost in the shell is like where does humanity actually like stop and start Right, right. Like that's like the point of the the how the, the how series. far can you how much can you take away from yourself before you stop being human? Right. right. Okay. Or how much do you have to add? And how much do you? And have I, to add? I agree. This is an extreme. This is like a good high concept topic that deserves to be looked at. I don't think that the anime did so in a very like thorough way. I can't recall anything that it said that was interesting, and other than raising this as a as a as a as question. an idea. But it was a more interesting idea, and also it was they, more interesting. It, yeah. it was a more interesting idea than that was presented in yeah, the film. Yeah. And like same thing too with like the major's backstory is not even in the anime. Yeah. Like it's just like something that she deals with on the day, and they don't even get into how they programmed her. And whatever. It's she kind just, of ambiguous how much of her is robotic, if I recall correctly. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. That's it. So, like, from to the to the point where she's almost destroyed, and you're like, oh, that much. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She's she's an all the way robot. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So is she even human? You know, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like, without laying out some of that stuff, I feel that the anime managed to at least start more conversations. A little, uh, you know, it had a 30 year head start. 
And a lot of these topics were much fresher 30 years ago than right, they are now. Right, and, right, you know, right. and it's in, in a lot of ways, it was a shot-for-shot shot remake of the anime. Yeah, a lot of the action oh, sequences play yeah, out exactly sequences the same. Especially, like yeah. the, the, the stealth suit fight, the yeah. escaping the uh, the medical bay fight. Like, a lot of the stuff is... And those those scenes felt fell kind of flat to me. Yeah. I thought, and I, I'm not really sure if I could put my finger on what about the action scenes didn't quite work in the same way. Whether it was just that they were refreshes of an anime thing. Or well, that they, it was like an action, a live-action action film attempt to imitate an anime which is trying which is like an animation does action differently it's trying to it's trying yeah. to like like the, the, the Aeon Flux factor right yeah, yeah. like yeah. when you watch Aeon Flux you're like oh that is really dynamic and then you watch the the movie version you're like oh that's just that's alright yeah. yeah well yeah exactly and that's the other thing too is that like animes tend to have like really quick actions where it's like choo, 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 and like it's like it's done and you're like, and it can look really cool animated. You're like, if that just happens now, you're like, oh, that was a low-budget action scene. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's why there hasn't been a Cowboy Bebop live action. Because they can't just do Spike looking super cool. To be fair, Spike only throws down a couple of times. With his hands in his pockets. Yeah. Yeah. It is very cool. But I'm like, the Cowboy Bebop has enough space fighting that I think they could if they really, really put their mind to it. But yeah, so goes in the, the shell. Whole pretty disappointing. Yeah, dry. dry. However, visually stunning. Visually stunning. Yeah. We're saying special effects, action sequences, no, but like looks wise, like Neo Tokyo looks like gorgeous, amazing. It, like yeah. it looks so good. The the, the city backdrop is super cool. So even like ScarJo is fine. Like, I, like she she did a pretty good performance. All the, yeah. Almost all of the acting is okay. Like yeah. it's like kind of a bummer that everything else is just so bad. I was like saying every single solitary scene in the film has the same dialogue series, which is, oh, yeah. are, are you even a human? What is a human? Oh yeah. This, this was, this was like what unforgivable. Is the what is the ghost in the shell? We have your ghost. The, the dialogue like, was so badly dumbed down that there, there was like no room for any dialogue that wasn't just like repeating the issue over. Sometimes yeah. even in the same scene, like, uh, is a ghost a soul? The yeah. ghost is in the machine. Like, holy shit, just guys! Constantly, yeah. like you're just sort yeah. of like, oh, like we're having like, having we're just feeding some dogs or whatever, and you're like, they don't even come to me because I'm not even a real human. You're a human. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're just like, why? Why is every scene about this? Every single scene. I mean, uh, I was like, we were like, if there was, if the film was on mute and you just listened to Daft Punk, it would be great. It would yeah. be a better experience because <laughs> you just have the visuals. You wouldn't have to put up with the dumb dialogue. And the storyline was like, is is point A to point B enough? That you, you could get, figure it out. You'd yeah. figure out what was going on. <laughs> like, and again, the visuals are stunning. Yeah, exactly. Like so, it, it, it's yeah. yeah, it's such a bummer. I was like, maybe we should make the Daft Punk cut of Ghost, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. So I watched a movie. Uh, I just remembered that I watched it when you guys were talking about it because mm-hmm. I'd already pushed it that far down. Oh, that sounds good. Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, oh my god, I think I watched half of it. Yes. So how's, how's <laughs> how does it hold Independence up? Independence Day hmm. Resurgence, starring hmm. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, Liam Hemsworth, and not. Will Smith. Not Will Smith. It's a movie so bad that Will Smith saw it and was like, I don't think I want to do that. He probably gets fucking hundreds of movies a year thrown at him. Yeah, yeah and he wonderful. does them, like, after Earth. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a vehicle for him to start Jaden's career, right? Yeah. That was, like, a big deal for him. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, his he, project. He read that script and said, we're going to do that. Right. He did that hitch. So what was this thing <laughs> called again? Uh, Independence, Independence State? State Resurgence. Resurgence. And so aliens are back. Was it? Okay. I don't know anything about the movie. I just want to like hypothesize that Hit the me. first ship was just a scout. No. Oh. There was like 14 of them. Whatever. The first 14 ships were just scouts. <laughs> no. Now the main armada is here. Or they're like, we're going to hit them back. No. Aw. 
I'm just trying to think. Okay, of like less generic, guessing, more talking about the movie. Uh, so you're like, I want to talk about this thing. Then Scott's texting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have a movie to talk about that I'm actually excited about, and Scott's mm. more important. Whatever, it's following up on the sci-fi thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Busting your balls. Whatever. Nineteen years later, All right? Humanity has united under the threat of annihilation. Worked. Yes, nice. exactly. Right. And they build a whole bunch of space defense things, mm-hmm. and then the aliens come back. Okay. And their ship is as big as Australia. Okay. And it lands on the Earth. Oh. So then I have shock troopers on the ground. So is and it, then is the rest of Australia exactly the stacked same. one on top of the other? No, it lands right in the middle of the Atlantic and reaches from Europe to North America. Huh. They don't really play with the effects that, of that would sense. happen. Yeah. yeah, they're like, and the tides got disastrous. <laughs> Planet spins off its axis. Yeah. No, none of that happens. Yeah. They're just like, oh, there's big waves. What do we do? Let's fight. We hired. We put one. Jeff Goldblum into a small spacecraft, send him up into the alien ship, and then he injects a virus and then flies away, and everything's okay. Is that it? They use the virus defense? Seriously? No, they blow them up. Okay. It's a big bomb. Oh. Is there now a new continent? <clears throat> and then the queen comes out of the ship, and the queen is like Cloverfield-sized. Uh-huh. And then they, they fight that thing with some more... With Pacific Rim plane. monsters? More Cloverfield. Hmm. Look looked very... What if... Uh, Independence Day alien was a so they didn't they didn't, go, they didn't go kaiju they should have gone kaiju yeah. it was kind of just not just uh, man Jeff Goldblum was not even on screen enough to make it fun Jeff Goldblumy yeah <laughs> that's a bummer it was shitty moving on I wow. have one more film <laughs> that's to, deep, yep. to to get to before we rank them I saw the, I was gonna say the Get Down I saw Get Out. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with Get Out? No. What is it? What? It's a horror movie. It is okay. a horror movie. It's a horror movie uh, written and directed by Jordan Peele. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I heard about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're using the background of racial tension in America for and a horror film. Was it good? It's, like, amazing. Like, honestly, uh, succeeds. Like, with without any social commentary, it succeeds fully as a horror film. Okay. Like, which, I mean, is, like, I guess, like, Priority one, I like. I think if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna make a horror movie, you should like be able to stand up on its own as a horror movie. And then and you if have... you're gonna make a social commentary, you should make a good movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, like I mean, I'm sure there was some social commentary in Independence Day Resurgence, but you know, no, <laughs> no, there was not. <laughs> there was none of it. So basically, like the setup is, uh, Marnie from Girls is dating a black guy, mm-hmm. um, and they go up to like it's not actually said. But it, it's pretty clearly they live in New York City and they're going up to their parents in the Hamptons mm-hmm. or her parents in the Hamptons. And he's like, do your parents know that I'm black? And they're like, I didn't mention it and whatever. And then it just like becomes like weird and unsettling. Like the family happens to have like two older black people who just like live and work with them. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, what? What's this about? And they were like, well, actually, they were both like caretakers for our grandparents. And when our grandparents passed away, we just sort of like kept, kept them, them on because they were like kind of like the family. But like then the black guy's like, yeah, but you just have old black people who live with you and like wait on you hand and foot. That's weird, you know. And it's okay. like, and and the way that they speak and the way that they talk is just like super weird and off-putting. Like the uh, the the like the, the the old black man and black woman. Like it's like very weird. Like they they talk and speak like old-timey people. Okay. Like and it's just it's just and it's just like it, like they just kind of do the stuff where they're just like they slowly keep like dialing up the like things are wrong. It's it's kind of interesting because it's like a New England deliverance twist. You know, it's like this old timey rural S- New Stanford, England Stanford you know? YZ. Yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, exactly. And like and the dude is kind of like, what? 
like, 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 and and it, nothing is so wrong that like every time he's like, this is messed up. People can be like, rightfully being like, you're like, you're coming in here with your prejudices. Yeah. There's an explanation for all of this. How you think we are yeah. and stuff like that, you know. And it's just so good. I won't. I don't even want to like ruin the twist. Like there is a twist, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, things go terribly and people start dying. Right. They did like it. it it doesn't end with being like, and then they all got along, and it was one big misunderstanding. But does he die first? Uh, <laughs> 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 That's great. That's great. But yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and it just like super, super smart. Has all that like. It's also really, really interesting because like there is like I said, tons and tons of like uh, like racial commentary and stuff. And even when the twist happens, and you find out that the white people are racist, they're not even racist the way you think they are. Hmm. Like they're aliens, shit. Yeah, they hate all humans. No, they're <laughs> n- not. Not even. But it, like, I'll, I'll if you got. I really, really want you guys to see it. You guys should see it. Uh, and he, Jordan Peele said he wants to make more. Uh, I heard something about like films. four movies. That yeah, he has? yeah, like yeah. he has like a plan for all of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then apparently, and if you start to like dig into it, if you start to Google, uh, like get out like Easter eggs and stuff, there's like all sorts of like weird little like nudge, nudge, wink, wink situation and whatever like like different stuff with like the tapestry that the white, rich white people have on the wall hmm. and like just like the the pattern on the the china set and stuff like there's like like all this stuff like the attention to detail in this movie is like bananas like stuff that you have no way of really knowing but that they put in hmm. anyway like how certain apparently how some shots are even shot so they're like to reflect certain like like paintings and things like there's a whole bunch of like a lot of stuff that went into this movie that you wouldn't necessarily get is it on Netflix? No, uh, just uh, it was still in theaters as of a week or two ago. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, it only it came Wait out for the Criterion edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> came out in right. Let's rank movies. Okay, so um, sneakers, the obvious contender for me anyway is with hackers. I would put hackers above sneaker. Um, I don't think it has a, a nearly as hard of a, a nostalgia pull. It has a super hard nostalgia pull for me, more than hackers almost. Wow. Yeah. Not for me. But no, me neither. In, in, <laughs> I mean, like, I appreciate a good Robert Redford vehicle as much as the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> However, on rewatch, I don't think that it, like, it didn't take any of its issues as seriously as you, or as I, anyway, I certainly I recalled them. It's, and what about the it's soundtrack? It's clever, right? No, no. It's, yeah. Sneakers is clever. Yeah. There's lots of clever bits in it. You're like, oh, I like watching clever people solve stuff without having to uh, but also really Schwarzenegger it. Yeah. Lots of CCR, Keith. Lots, lots of CCR. Because you're Hackers like, basically lives and dies by its soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> like, in terms of me, like the, one of the reasons Hackers is, like, stands out as a nostalgia vehicle so well is because of the soundtrack. Okay. So are John, you, are you looking? Uh, well, Star Wars Force Awakens. Let, let, let's go. It's definitely better than Force Awakens. <clears throat> um, but not God much. Damn. <laughs> not much? Not much. Because above that is Slow West and Arrival. And those are two very good movies. Yeah. And then above that is Ex Machina. Would I put it above Ex Machina? Fuck. I think that I would put it above Ex Machina. Really? Yep. Whoa. And Prisoner of Azkaban, which is the... I didn't see it, so I'm not going to talk. What? He's never seen any of the Harry Potter men. I just watched the first one. But you like good magics and the fantasies. No, but he doesn't like Harry Potter because it's not yeah. serious. And there isn't a role-playing game associated with it. No, it just doesn't. Whatever. I watched the first one. It wasn't that interesting. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's because when they're kids, they get older. The thing goes on. Okay. Well, I watched the first one. I didn't have fun with it, and then I didn't watch the second one. Okay, we're not talking here. We're here to yeah. make movies. 
All right. Uh, I'm looking around X Machina. I would put it underneath X Machina. Okay. Um, uh, if you are, if you're, if you want to fight for that, Arrival is is very, very, very good. I would really caution you against putting something above Arrival that is nostalgic and clever. Yeah, but what are you talking about? If we want to go by nostalgic and clever, you're back up in Hackers territory because <laughs> uh, Hackers is good on nostalgia. Yeah, but also it, it's. I feel like Arrival is is. Beautifully shot and very, but very you also smart. Have, you also have to say, too, that, like, there's, like, say, like, one nostalgia point. Like, Hackers has three of them, and Sneakers has one of them. Sneakers has four nostalgia points no, no, for no, no, me. No, no, if, but no, but for Hackers you. But I'm, no, I'm, three, say, yeah. I'm, saying on the, I'm saying three nostalgia points as in, like, oh. all three of us yeah, 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 have, yeah. like, heart, like, yay, Hackers. So, like, I think the weight of a single person's love for nostalgia, like... Like, I... <clears throat> Okay, there's no way it's worse than Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Okay, but but is below Ex Machina? I'll, I'll I'll go below. I'll even go below Arrival if you're if you I, if you want to fight for it that hard. I would I would Arrival is very good. Yeah. Arrival is very very good movie. And so above Slow West, below Arrival. Deal. Done. Um, the next movie that we talked about was Independence Day. Go, well, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost, Ghost the shell. in the Shell. Definitely worse than Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, worse. Than Lost World, I feel that is easy. Right. I think it's definitely below Jurassic World. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, X Men Apocalypse. Below better than Rubber. Action. Below Rubber, above the Evil Dead. Maybe below the Evil Dead. Uh, yeah, I, I would like. I could see myself excitedly going back to watch the Evil Dead for like a particular reason. Yeah, not in general, but like for like, hey, I want to, I want to show somebody the tree scene or whatever. I have a lot of trouble. Don't, don't ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of trouble wanting to go back to see Ghost in the Shell, even that much. Yeah, so I guess like it would be where does it go above or below Moana? I feel that and probably would, above. Moana probably was above, cute, yeah. but it's not. It's not. There's there is the argument that like you would want to put this on and have it in the background as something to look at while doing something yeah, else, which I is guess. not bad. Like above. Well, Moana. listening listening to reviews of it. I'd still watch it. Definitely. It's still yeah. watchable. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, like, just, bo- like, it's not even boring. Just dry. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, huh. Like, you're, you're not going to be like, That's... this is incredible. Oh, man. Ultraviolet. Hold on, hold on. Kind of uh, it was, it was probably kinda. better than Star Wars Beyond. Star Wars Beyond was real bad. Star Trek Beyond. Star Trek Beyond, yeah. Did you see Star Trek Beyond? I did. It was, it came out on Netflix. The new one. You yeah. didn't like it? I didn't like it at all. I thought it was cute and full of fan service. Man, it, yeah, it reinforced to me how much the new stuff is not Star Trek. It's like action adventure with similar character names. And well, the first two are, are worse than this one, yeah. though. Star Trek Beyond is the best of the three. Huh. I've not seen Star Trek. Okay, well, anyway, whatever. So we'll leave it below Rubber and above the Evil Dead? Or below Evil Dead. Leave below, below Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. I, say. I say just below Evil Dead. Okay. Now. Independence Day. Independence resurgence. Day 4. Part 2. First. Independence. Mm. I'm looking at that crush groove territory. Uh, no lower. Oof. It was bad. It was. It was Mort shitty. <laughs> Below. I'm looking like Batman v Superman. Whoa. Oh, wow. Return to Newcom High. Level. And. Wow. Because I always feel that like Return to Newcom High in my mind is is a is a 
Because Return of the Nukem High succeeds at what it wants to do. <laughs> yes, it has that watershed moment. Of <laughs> then, yeah, it's going to go under Return of Nukem High and above London Has Fallen. <laughs> wow. London Has Fallen was bad. Independence Day was shitty. Nukem High and above London. Okay. Independence Day is buoyed only by its... So it, below, s- below Batman Superman, though. Yeah. Yeah? There's like little bits of fan service, so it's okay. similar in that way to okay. that Batman versus Superman, but it also kind of shits all over the things you liked about Independence Day. Good job, Zach. You're now six spaces away from the bottom. Yeah. Get, Get out. out. Come back up. Yep. Uh, is it a, let's look at horror movies. Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Is it better than Cabin in the Woods? It is not better than Cabin in the Woods. I would don't say breathe. it is better than Don't Breathe. All right. So we found a nice little, wow. nice little leash, niche there. And we got Hook. It's in the zone. Hackers. Conan the Barbarian. And Star a new Wars Hope. A New Hope. Um, hook and Hackers, Keith. Huh? Hook and Hackers. I yeah, know. It's Hook and Hackers is where I'm, where I'm looking. Um, Better than Hackers. Can you say that? Like, Hackers is like... Gr- hackers and Hook are both like pushing it down but like based solely on my childhood totally like if totally. i was being honest it's better but if i was being like me yeah uh be honest keith nah. be you keith but exactly it's it's you know this is about my opinion as a <coughs> professional movie critic uh-huh <laughs> and so will will it be that movie for you 20 years from now yeah like does it have that like it, but it's not gonna or get, is it just like, that like, intellectual one where you're just gonna be like oh my goodness friends have you seen but the house? crazy part like you so, should so add so that this to is your the, this is, this, is why I, this is why I'm trying to like 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 project uh, like into the future because I was like if like this movie could like single handedly stand as like a horror renaissance if directors start to like use horror as like more interesting social commentary which is like where horror is at its best and hasn't been in a little while it hasn't really had that to say so if this movie like kicks off a trend it could become like even more but then that's not uh, that's still not the movie I know no 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 but that's what I'm saying but I'm like but that's how like interesting and good this movie is is that it literally could be like a trend setting film for all of horror Mm -hmm. if people look at this it did well in theaters it didn't have a big budget so you're like oh if you make really smart horror like it's a thing that you can sell so like that movie this movie is like good enough that it might alter how horror movies or like at least how people develop horror movies okay so that's why i'm like how good is it are you gonna say it's better than the hackers uh nope but i am gonna say it's better than hook okay <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that hook that's still prestigious territory it's almost in the top 10 yeah mr peel yeah curious wow i'm gonna have to check that out i'm kind of excited it's now. so good yeah yeah, and like try try to like the, the spoilers are not ruining, but it's like this like the 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 storytelling behind the spoilers is like is worth mm-hmm. you know like it's like the twist is m- interesting to think about from a like like a thought provoking standpoint, not just like and it was this person all along like very smart. It's way better than Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> making making a job jab at the top. Uh, Goodbye. 
Hey everyone, it's me again, wasting your time at the end of the podcast where it doesn't matter anyways. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter, we're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.